Welcome back to the Flatback 4 podcast. On today's episode, we pick our most underrated Premier League 11. Listen out for which underrated player Chrissy thinks should be playing the Makaleli role. Yes, boys. So today we're going to talk about the most underrated Premier League 11 of all time, or who we've seen, who we think. Uh, so what I've got you to do is send me individually your Premier League underrated 11s. You obviously don't know who each other has picked. And I am going to then pick one player from each, not from each, but between it. And we'll see um, who, com- who comes out on top. So we'll start off with the keeper, obviously. Chrissy, you've gone with Casper Schmeichel. Yeah. Elliot, you've gone with Shea Given. And Kenna, you've gone with Brad Friedland. And the player I think, I'm trying to remove the nostalgia factor as well. I've gone with Casper Schmeichel for this role. Uh, I think um, definitely underrated when it comes to the conversation of top Premier League goalkeepers. And he's obviously won a league title with Leicester, which can't go unnoticed. So, Chrissy, tell me your reasons for getting him in the team. Yeah, I, ju- I just think he's a, he's a very good goalkeeper. I don't think he's talked about it at all. Um, I think he's been playing well in, in the goal for a, a good while now as well. Um, obviously, he's won a Premier League um, and he's integral to that uh, Premier League win inside too. They were very solid defensively and he was a good part of that. Like He was only signed for one million in 2011, you know, which was, you know, what a bargain that was. Um, such a presence. He's captain Leicester as well. Um, good shot stopper, reliable, um, and always performs. And I just think if he was at a, if he wasn't at Leicester, I think Leicester, all Leicester players are a bit guilty of that. And um, somehow they're just not regarded the same as maybe the other clubs, even though they're up competing with him. And I think Castro Michael falls into that bracket. I think he's superb shot stopper and should be talked about an awful lot more. That's why he gets in the book. Yeah. Yeah, when you think of all the top keepers, especially at the moment, with pundits talk about it's Allison, it's Ederson, De Gea. Uh, he just doesn't really seem to come into it, and I think he should get a mention. So, can I see you making faces there? Do you not agree at all? I think Kasper Schmeichel is a world class keeper. I don't think he comes into underrated whatsoever. I think he's probably the top seven or eight keepers to play in the Premier League. Absolutely smashing keeper. I've no doubts about that. Um, really, what he's done at Leicester. Is incredible his loyalty as well to Leicester. He could have moved a couple of times, so he's loyal and that he got them to a title and he's kept them fighting for European places. So, look, I just think he's world class. I don't think there's any underrated about Casper. Fair enough, fair enough. But I think when we look back in years to come, I think I think he'll be an end that slips under the radar, uh, Elliot. Yeah, I think I think you're right, actually. There's no doubt when Casper Schmeichel's a class keeper, the fact that his. Uh, Father was so good. I think that makes him a bit more underrated because people will automatically judge him against his father, who was one of the best Premier League keepers of all time. Yeah. I didn't go for um, Schmeichel, but I think it's a good pick. Wouldn't be wouldn't be too far against it. But I think uh, Shea Givens unlucky there. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. So Schmeichel's in. We'll move on to then to left back. Chrissy, you've gone for Leighton Baines. Um, widely regarded as the best left back in the Premier League, so <laughs> he's out for me. <laughs> Uh, Elliot, you've gone for Dennis Irwin and Kenna, you've gone for Alexander Kolarov. So Baines is out, obviously, because he's the best left back <laughs> in the league. Uh, I've gone with Alexander Kolarov. I was a massive fan of him <laughs> in the day. I know he played for City, so it was a big black mark against him, but 
when you look back at his uh, career, it's it's immense, and he doesn't get enough mentions, especially for his attacking prowess. So, kind of, why have you got him in there? For me, uh, Don, I think he definitely was attacking prowess. You say his crossing is exceptional. You know, you knew he had a goal in his locker from a free kick or a long range shot. You know, um, I thought he was decent defensively. I don't think he gets enough sort of praise for his defensive work. Like he did throw his body on the line. Okay, sometimes he was caught out with pace, but same time, I just always found when Kolarov is on the pitch, you know, there's a threat always if it's just from, you know, a simple shot from outside the box or crosses in, set pieces, you know, there's always that fear. It's an extra goal there for City if it happens. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's a classy operator. Uh, Elliot, Dennis Irwin was a good shout as well. Uh, Maybe for me, I probably just didn't see enough of him. I kind of got the tail end of his career. Why did you go for him? Yeah, same. I don't think I've seen the best of him and that's probably why I didn't put him in the best 11 that I've seen but I think if you're Dennis Irwin's around nowadays he can play right back left back take free kicks penalties imagine he was around now the, the amount of money he'd cost I just think it's hard to see a player that does that nowadays play so well and what as well and I just think he's very unlucky I think if, if you can play left back and right back absolutely flawlessly like he did and win plenty of different titles uh, with United as well and what I liked about him too is that he never changed his haircut I just thought if if a man can look in the mirror and say, look, look, that's what I look like. I'm happy with that. You can you can set your you could set your watch to his haircut. No, I, I like Dennis Irwin as a player, and I'm not only picking Irish players, by the way, lads. But uh, I think I think I think Irwin's unlucky there again. Maybe I get I get the next one. You might get the next one. So that's Schmeichel in the net, left back Alexander Kolarov. So we'll move on to our first centre back, um, and it's one you've all agreed on here. It's big Sammy Hippie. <clears throat> so I'll let the two Liverpool fans maybe say a few things about Sammy. Chrissy, what did you make of him? I, I, I loved watching him. I really did. I just thought, big, tall defender, good in the air. He he hadn't got pace, but his positioning was so good at centre-back. He just cut out balls before they were played in. And I just think he was so, so unlucky because there was such a wealth of centre-backs at that time. And I just think he was really unlucky. And then you take in the English press like they would have been on about... Like John Terry was super, Rio Ferdinand, Jad Carriger, Ledley King, and all these guys were kind of getting in, uh, you know, ahead of Hippie regards getting a mention. And I just think he was unfortunate. There was such a wealth of centre backs at that time, and I just thought he was he was super. Um, when Liverpool, when Li- he came to Liverpool at that time, he shored Liverpool up defensively an awful lot, um, and they, they began to defend an awful lot better when he did come in. Only came in for about two point six million. He was a captain calm presence in defence and had real leadership qualities as well and he was a great captain and it just a real cult hero I think of Liverpool as well just a kind of a quiet calm presence and everyone was fond of him and I just think a really solid defender Yeah he was part of that uh, he won the Champions League with Liverpool didn't yeah. he? Yeah so it's mad that he doesn't get mentioned more so he's definitely a great show and all three has picked him so uh, he's a shoe in uh, Chrissy it's interesting you mentioned that he's um a cult hero, he's not a legend, but Michael Owen is. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm, not, I'm not going back to Michael Owen again. You're not reading me into that, don't worry. <laughs> uh, so, centre-back number two then, we had Chrissy picking Ricardo Carvalho. Uh, Chrissy, I think he is highly rated, so he was out. Um, Elliot went for Ledley King, and Kenna with an interesting one, Martin Lawson. Uh, and I've gone with Ledley King, but I'd like to touch on Larson as well, but Elliot, 
and that'd be king. Well, I just think he was so badly affected by injuries. There's, there's stories of Ledley King that he, he didn't train Monday the Friday and just turned up for a game. So <laughs> if you can not train Monday the Friday, just do a few weights in the gym and then go on a Saturday and play at the highest level in England, he must have been an absolutely fantastic player. Um, if not for injuries, he probably would have been up there with the likes of being talking the same Brett. Maybe not as good as, say, Terry, but he would have been in that bracket of top Premier League defenders. But I just think because of his injuries and because he played... Being honest, because he plays for Spurs, he didn't play for a team that was going for titles or going for Champions League. I think he, he might have only won one trophy with Spurs. So that's probably why he's underrated in that sense. But I think not for injuries, he would have been uh, absolutely one of the best in the Premier League that they've seen. But um, yeah, I just think for injuries, he was he was definitely hampered. Yeah, definitely. He was great. Once I seen him on your team sheet, I knew he had to be in it. Um, what a beast he would have been if he had a state injury, injury-free. Mm. Uh, Kenna Martin Lawson was a was a great shout as well. Unlucky to miss out. I thought he was a class defender for Villa. Yeah, I thought he was brilliant. Yeah, I thought um, him and Richie Dunn there at the back for Villa at the time they were, they were really they were. I think Melberg as well. They had at the time yeah, they were Melbourne. really put like and uh, Villa were pushing for the European places and they, they were beating big sides in big games like Chelsea United. They were getting results against Liverpool, and they were they were battling side, and I thought he was a real mainstay. Like you know, looking at the like I had kind of, Ledley King was on my horizon, Richard Dunn, and obviously Larson and Hippier, who I picked now as well. Um, the other two were very close. It's far. It's a so hard call. Yeah, it was a great shout though, and Melberg actually would have been a brilliant shout as well. Uh, so <laughs> we'll move on to the right back slot then. Chrissy went for Stephen Carr. Uh, Elliot went for Antonio Valencia. And Kenan went for Seamus Coleman. So, Sawyer's so players getting a great shout uh, in this podcast. Um, I don't think Carr was probably good enough for me, Chrissy. Sorry about that. And Elliot, I thought Valencia was maybe overrated, actually, uh, at times. So, I've gone for Seamus Coleman. Uh, Kenan, if you'd like to talk about him. Coleman himself, now, I have to say, he's one of the best right-backs of the decade, isn't he, um, in the Premier League? He doesn't get mentioned in the same breath as other right backs at top clubs. Like over the years, you're saying there, Valencia is over. He would talk better sense than Coleman would. Um, like Coleman could have had moves over the years to bigger clubs. He had a chance to go to United, could have went to Arsenal over the years. Um, but you know, his loyalty to everything, he's an Everton legend. I always think he's a Mr. Consistent each week. He, you know, at least 7.5 out of 10 every week. And, uh, you know, the heart of a leader as well, really. He has that Irish spirit in him. So, um, yeah, I just don't think he gets enough credit. Like, he, okay, people would say, yeah, Seamus Coleman's very good, but I think he's been exceptional um, in the Premier League year. Yeah, definitely, time. yeah. Especially when he's in his prime at, at right back. Like, he was, we don't really re- remember him as a, he's a great dribbler and a cross for the ball as well. Like, you don't really see him do that anymore because he kind of plays a more restricted role or maybe right centre-back. But uh, great shout. Yeah. So just to recap there on the defence then, we have Schmeichel in goal, Kolarov at left-back, King and Hupia as the two centre-backs, and Seamus Coleman coming in at right-back. So then on to the midfield, I've kind of broke it up because the teams you sent me, there was kind of one obvious kind of centre holding the fielder, if you like, at number six. So Chrissy went for McAlealy. Chrissy, there's a role named after him, so I don't think he's underrated. Yeah, Come but as in, for for the ability that he had and how good he was, how how little is he mentioned when you think about other midfielders? You know, 
to be, to be fair, I think anytime anyone mentions Kante, they mention McAlealy, so I couldn't, I couldn't come in. Yeah, there's, there's a role named after the McAlealy role. I don't think he's underrated, but <laughs> I know what you're saying. I know what you're. Come on, the best. It's named after him for Christ's sake. I don't know. I disagree on that one, but anyway, we'll go ahead. <laughs> Elliot went for Gilberto Silva and Kenna went for John Obi Mikel. So my pick for this one was a player I was a huge, huge fan of and it was Gilberto Silva. What a player. No brainer here, Dixon. Um, what a player. <laughs> um, World Cup winner, Arsenal Invincible. He, he went under the radar and he was definitely underrated in that Arsenal team. He sacrificed himself for the likes of Vieira, Henri, Perez, Lundberg, to name a few. But he was so important to that Arsenal team. Um, and even even the years after, um, between 2002 and 2004, he was absolutely fantastic. Um, like I said, he, he came in to the 2002 World Cup and he was supposed to be a, a bit power player. And um, Emerson got injured. So he ended up playing every minute of the 2002 World Cup. What a player. If, if someone's holding their own in that team, with that 2002 Brazil team, absolutely fantastic. Uh, yeah, what a player, and I think he definitely goes under the radar. When you think about that Arsenal team, he's almost like in the last two or three that people mentioned because they had Perez, Henri, Burkamp, the yeah. likes. But yeah, he has to go in there. He had a bit of everything. Oh, definitely. Yeah, he had, he could play serious <laughs> ball, and he probably is unrated because he was part of the Arsenal team. Like if he was part of the, I don't know, even a City team, like because everyone mentions Fernandinho, you know. So if he was part of that, he wouldn't he wouldn't have. Uh, Went under the radar, I don't think. So, Gilberto's in. Next is the next kind of slot for centre mid. Chrissy went for James Milner. Elliot went for Danny Murphy. And Kenna went for Ramirez. And the person I've gone for there is Ramirez. I thought he was a quality baller. Serious engine. Could do all sides of the game. Uh, and he really complimented that. Chelsea team uh, at that time when they had Hazard, Oscar, Mata, I thought he was brilliant. Yeah, no, Ramirez for me is one of my, you know, I think he's a legend of the club, but one of my all-time favourites, lad. Um, when he came in from Benfica, you know, he's, as you say, that engine, that motor up and down never stops and uh, <clears throat> crucial part of the play with, because he was such a box-to-box so fast as well. But he was actually very good on the ball. He's a neat dribbler, scored some Cracking goals in the Premier League against like City, United, a crucial goal in uh, the new camp, the the lob. Great goal. Uh, through a Frank Lampard assist, and like just think it over, El Victor, in goal. See him later, and uh, you know Champions League winner won it all with us, and uh, yeah, he doesn't get a mention from like anybody out there. But like if you talk Chelsea midfielders or any midfielders, he wouldn't come into it, and he's just absolutely exceptional and. Deserves to be mentioned higher regard, in my yeah. opinion. Elliot, are you disappointed Danny Murphy missed out? I know you're a big fan. You no, know, Ramirez is a great shout there. I actually didn't think him there, but when, when Kenna brings him over there, yeah, it's almost like he did well for us. He wasn't there for so long at Chelsea, but when he was there, he did so well. Then he, all of a sudden he was gone. So maybe that's why people don't... Uh, but I agree, he is underrated, Kenna. I just like really like Danny Murphy as a player, I think, uh, as Liverpool, maybe not Liverpool fans, but I think Rafa underrated him. Rafa got rid of him a bit too early, I think. And then... Um, I just think as a Liverpool fan, he had he had three winning goals at Old Trafford. He scored at Goodison. He had plenty of goals in him. And he got a move to Spurs after it didn't work out for him. Uh, but I think he had some personal issues. I think his, his father passed away in the middle of that. and So he didn't actually do quite well. But then he had a bit of an Indian summer at Fulham when people seen um, how good he was. But I really liked Murphy as a player. He was one of my favourites growing up, but he never missed a penalty for Liverpool. It's a bit of a, 
a random stat, but he took a lot of penalties and never missed one. So I like that, especially with the one at Old Trafford. <laughs> I will move on quickly then. Um, <laughs> next ends, next centre midfield slot then, alongside Gilberto and Ramirez. We had Chrissy selecting Jisung Park. We had Elliot with Jabi Alonso. And we had Kenny with Tim Cahill. Uh, this was a tough one now, I have to say. Three very different players as well. Yeah. But I went for Jisung Park. I think he has to get in the team. And I know, Kenny, you did pick him further forward. So you'll be happy too. Uh, but Chrissy, talk to me about Jisung Park or Tree Lung Park. <laughs> I just, I just think he was a player that didn't feature, I suppose, as often as he probably should. Um, and I kind of felt sorry for him at times at Man United because I suppose he was only utilised at certain in certain games and certain parts of the season. And I think he was a really top quality player when he played. He was a big game player. Fergie always trusted him and used him in the big games um, to do a job and do what he needs to do. Um, and that, that says a lot about the player too, with his attitude, his engine, his work rate. Um, he probably wasn't as technically gifted, let's say, as other players at Man United around the midfield, but he brought a different element to it, and he was just brilliant for him in the big games. When you think the Champions League final against Barcelona, it just felt like other Man United players couldn't get near Javi, but like if you're looking at any United player that was going to cause a bit of annoyance or upset Barcelona, it was going to be Jason Park. Um, I just thought he had a real all-round contribution to Man United in those big games um, and I think he was a person valued deeply by United and by Fergie especially Oh definitely yeah and by United fans as well uh, I think I can safely speak for all of us and say that we absolutely love them uh, Kenna Cahill was an interesting pick um, surprised you went from I was a big fan of him back in the day as well I loved his uh, his style and the attack balls in the box all the reasons you you wanted to pick him Tim Cahill, I thought, yeah, very underrated lad. I think he could have went to a bigger club. The amount of goals he scored, crucial goals as well. Like he, you know, one of the kind of you know people that goes under the radar for the amount of goals he scored and each seasons. Um, he was a good target man for the size of him as well. He could, he could he's really good in the air, good feet. Uh, always knew where to be in the box. Funny enough, always arrived at the right time to score goals. Sure, the Liverpool fans there won't remind or won't like me saying Tim Cahill or any memories, but like you know, the guy was uh, I thought a very very good player that, that you know could have got a bigger move um, potentially down the line. Like Fellaini got United move. I thought Cahill was better than Fellaini for just per se. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It'd be a, a debate. I'd be open to having. Um, Elliot, I know you won't, <laughs> won't want me skirting over Xavi Alonso, but for me, I just thought he absolutely quality player. But I thought he was probably fairly rated, um, and you obviously think he's underrated. So yeah. if you can tell me why, yeah, I just think underrated in the Premier League era. I think even by Liverpool mm-hmm. fans and by Rafa, he was underrated because there was that whole Garrett Barry fiasco. I remember Rafa putting him on the bench and leaving uh, Lucas on the pitch. Him and Lucas and Mascherano, which obviously loved Mascherano as well, but he would drop along <clears> for Lucas and I, was, I just think that was absolutely crazy. And I think when he was in the Premier League, he didn't get the recognition. I think only when he went to Real Madrid and, and Bayern that people started really. <laughs> Uh, speaking about him as a really, really world-class player, but I just think that in the Premier League, he was underrated. That's the only reason I put him in. But um, which, which yeah. is some Park, I think it's a weird one because it's all, everyone said he's underrated. But if everyone says he's underrated, then he's not underrated. It's the one that everybody <laughs> says, Jason Park. And I agree, he was brilliant. I didn't underrate him, but obviously it's, I knew what he was going to go in. So I just thought, um, yeah, I thought Alonso, but I can see why he didn't put him in because 
Um, you you obviously all rated them as a as top player. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you're right though. I actually kinda of didn't think about it the way you're thinking about it the way you said in the Premier League he was underrated. Yeah. So maybe I had my Real Madrid and Bayern Munich as a uh, cap on me. So that's the midfield and that's uh, Gilberto, Ramirez and Park. I don't think there's a harder working midfield around anyway. Um we'll move on then to the left wing. So I know he's kind of just sent me three forwards, so I've kind of had to rearrange them to you'll see what I mean anyway. So Elliot, or sorry, Chrissy went for Damien Duff. Elliot, Jimmy Flight has the bank I have on the left for you. And Kenneth, uh, Florent Maluda. Uh, three quality players there, lads. It was a tough one to pick. Uh, but I went for Duffer. Um, Chrissy, if you'd like to explain. Yeah, I just, I just think Duff is one of those players that Irish fans really rate a lot. But in terms of just Premier League and his performance in the Premier League, I think they kind of... They're never spoken about, really. Um, and I think even before he arrived at Stamford Bridge, I think he was actually an excellent player. And there was a reason that, you know, he was brought in for Mourinho as well at that time. Um, just an excellent dribbling was just so exciting to watch on the wing, you know, taking players on. You know, he must have been a nightmare for fullbacks, you know, just dribbling, you know, quick touches down the line, left foot, you know, just really... And an industrious player as well. He also had that side to him where he was going to track back and do the hard work. And then he was going to run at you with speed. And he was really tricky. He could go down the line. He could cut inside. You know, he was a really hard player to handle and a really kind of exciting player as well. Um, and, you know, when you think about it, Robin on one side and Duff on the left, you know, regardless of his trickery and adventure, like just really, really, really good to watch. And I love Duffer and I know... Irish fans appreciate him, but just Premier League, I just love to hear people you know, talk about him a bit more. Chelsea fans too. Yeah, you, know? yeah you, you forget, like, he went on to play for obviously Fulham as well, and he got them to Europa League final. Uh, so he did some amazing things even after Chelsea, because people just seem to remember the, the Chelsea part of his career. Um, so I'll move on then to who was in the middle of the front three. Chrissy went for Bergkamp, uh, Elliot went for Enelka, and Kenna went for Giroud. Uh, Chrissy, I think Burkamp. I think everyone kind of says Burkamp is world class. Saw this kind of crack. If you think right, if you were, if you mentioned right, if we were we were we did our Premier League eleven right, we did our we never more. Even though Burkamp was 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 unbelievable as we say, never mentioned, and it's very very rarely mentioned. Henri gets the mention for Arsenal. You never hear. You never really hear Burkamp for me anyway. Oh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I think. Yeah, it's but anyway, we move on. Uh, the person I went for, he's actually one of my favourite players to not play, never play for United and to play for rival clubs. Uh, it was Nicholas Anelka, had to be for me. I thought he was sublime. Um, Elliot, if you'd like to say a few words about him, yeah, basically just a goal scorer, scored wherever he went. He, he was underrated in the Premier League because he was at clubs like Man City and Bolton. How he was at them clubs when there was big clubs out there that needed goals, he scored wherever he went. He won the Champions League with Real Madrid in the middle of all that as well. He went on, had a great season. One of the years they won it, he was absolutely brilliant that year. And we, he was underrated at Liverpool as well. Um, Julia decided to go with um, El Hadji Juf. You can bleep that out, Dixon, after. Um, but um, right. yeah, very underrated by that. But like, <laughs> anywhere he went, he scored goals. And um, <clears throat> was a bit annoyed when Liverpool didn't sign him. But yeah, as you said, Dixon, he's one of a, he's almost like a, a very likable player. Uh, fantastic. Everyone always got goals. Had to be in there. Yeah, and 
I, I have this sad, kind of sad feeling almost that he could have had such a much better career as well. But um, uh, Kenny, you want to say something? Oh, Nelka, what a shout. Like he was, it was between him and Giroud, flick of a coin for me as well. Like Anelka, um, agree with Elliot, what a shout. He doesn't get the credit I don't think he deserves, especially in his Premier League days. Man City scored goals for fun, Bolton. So, you know, the amount of goals he scored there than um, Avram Grant decides to bring him to the bridge. <laughs> but Anelka himself, what a, what a player. I loved him at Stamford Bridge. Amazing with him and Drogba and uh, Maluda as the front three. Um, oh, wow. Just Anelka was great. I think Duff on the other side, I always considered to see as a Chelsea fan, even like Duff, I considered world class. That's why it's kind of because of Dolphin Robin, probably, but I looked at it from the yeah. Chelsea perspective on that one. Um, but no, yeah, and then shout. just to mention Giroud, I think it's obviously a great shout and all, but I feel like his days at Chelsea, is he's been so kind of highly rated almost. It's like, why is Giroud been left on the bench and oh, yeah. Giroud's an amazing kind of player? So that's what kind of played into my mind. That's why I didn't go for him, just if you're looking for an explanation. He's a fine French one. <laughs> yeah, fine French one. Uh, then on to the last position then, I just have it down as a right winger. Uh, Chrissy went for Robert Perez. Elliot went for Robert Perez. And obviously, Kenna, as I mentioned before, did have Jason Park up further forward. Uh, so obviously, we have to go to, for Perez, and I would have picked him anyway. Um, so, Elliot, you, you loved a bit of Robert, did you? Talk about one of your favourite players that didn't play for your club. He was he was one of mine. Just everything he yeah. did just looked so good. Um is that goal he has a one of my favourite Premier League goals against Villa where he stopped that goal as well but when he stopped the goal against Villa (laughs) Villa. stopped the ball against Villa chipped it over the keeper absolutely fantastic but people forget how good he was he he got 14 Premier League goals three seasons in a row and I think coming off that left side left or right side he was absolutely fantastic and World Cup winner partly invincibles I just think he was unstoppable and doesn't get enough when you're looking at the, the top Premier League players I don't think he gets talked about enough as of how good he was. I think he was right up there. I think he won the, yeah. the Football Writers Player of the Year. He didn't win the PFA, but he won the Football Writers Player of the Year. But So he, he was regarded in that. But I think as time goes on, he's uh, he's more underrated as time goes on. But what a player. Yeah, I absolutely loved him as well. I thought he was brilliant. It was hard to love him actually at the time. But when you look back and that Spurs goal, um, I don't know, I think he's, like, he's nearly right at the touchline and... Slots are true. Uh, yeah, someone, I can't remember yeah. keeper. Was it Casey Keller or something like that? Oh, could have been. Could have yeah, been. Slots are true. Robinson, oh. maybe. Paul Robinson. Yeah, it could have been Robinson, yeah. Uh, Chrissy, you went from as well. You obviously liked him too. Ah, uh, yeah, he was, just, he was just a classy footballer. You know, he had a really classy element to him. Touch was good. You know, dribbling was good. You know, could find the pass. He, he could go down the line a bit and he could cut in as well. Just he was just a really classy player in that Invincibles team. You know, you'd love to watch him. And even for the goal Elliot's on about like Andy Gray's commentary, even for that goal as well, with oh, wow. it was amazing. It was just deadly. Um, yeah, and I just think yeah. just with that Invincibles team as well, there was other great players around him, they just got more of a mention, and it just is unfortunate. Like he deserves so much more praise. He was he was so good. Yeah. He was absolute silk. So lads, we recap the whole team then. In goal, we have Casper. Uh, left back, we have Alexander Kolarov. Two centre backs, King and Hippia. Right back, Seamus Coleman. Uh, the McAlealy role. McAlealy's not playing it, it's Gilberto Silva. We have Ramirez and Park alongside him. 
Uh, left wing, we went Enford Duffer, striker and Elka, and right wing, pulling the strings, uh, Robert Perez. I'll just put a question to you, Kenneth. Where would that team finish in the league now? Probably oh. second. You don't think they put up to see? Put it up, I just think... I still think City in the midfield, the Bruyne, Gundogan with you know Rodri behind us a bit more, yeah, attacking yeah. prowess. Let's say that would uh, get maybe them if over we the stop someone out for Xabi Alonso to bring it to our team, we could uh, <laughs> we could be top of the league. Elliot, do you think they'd win the league? No, no, I think they'd just be they'd just be a little bit off City, but I think that they'd, they'd be easily uh, the best of the rest, as they say. But I just think, yeah, yeah, maybe throw Alonso in there and a couple of my picks, and you might you might see it. <laughs> you know, <pick> up <laughs> one or two. <laughs> Chrissy, would you agree? <laughs> ah, yeah. I just think we're missing. Uh, we're just missing someone for the role in front of the back four. Really, <laughs> can't think of the name though. What's the name <laughs> can't think of the name, but, uh, silver role. Hey. <laughs> but yeah, uh, de- definitely, definitely second. Great team. Uh, really happy with yeah. the team. City are just just world class, class players all around for City and the bench. Yeah. No, let's not forget. Uh, fair play, lads. Well done. Yeah. So there we have it, McAlealy and Burkamp unlucky to miss out in our underrated 11. Let us know what you think by getting in touch with us through our Facebook and Instagram pages.